What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Here with the talk of the town. Thank you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millett and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. Again, watching fat women with uh, chapless pants. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, folks looking like prunes and stuff like that. You know, it's looking pretty bad out there. I feel yeah. bad for him, man. I feel bad for him, man. Every year he go to Daytona, he got to deal with them people. Right. Right. Pretty crazy, man. I'm happy to be back, man. This is another exciting episode, man. Shout out to all of our friends out there on Facebook. Twitter, the Twitter universe, the Facebook universe, the all the other universes and all that good stuff there, man. Thanks for the support. Man, we right at the cuspers of 70,000 listeners, Al. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm happy, man. Yeah, I'm happy, man. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm excited. Huh? Right. Right. It's a milestone, man. It's a milestone, man. Most definitely. So. Yeah, man. Also, um, to all our people out there, man, we thank you for the support, man. We're gearing up for the Southern Entertainment Awards, man. We thank you guys for all the support. Hopefully, fingers crossed, you know what I'm saying, uh, prayers up, and, you know, you've done all that you could, and we've done everything that we could, and hopefully, hopefully, man, we come out with a win, man. Oh, yeah. I'm ready, man. I'm prepared. I'm prepared for what you already thought about, what I'm going to say and everything, who I'm going to thank. You know, give him a give him a give him a portion of that acceptance speech, man. Oh. you just have to be there to hear. I can't pick. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a, man, I'm gonna go straight 1985 Baptist preach on him. <laughs> Thank you for this award. <laughs> no, <Okay>. no, <laughs> no. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Man. Hey, birthday well, shout out to, um, to uh, Cujo Goody, man. Birthday shout out to him. Yeah, man. Shout out to the big homie, man. Big homie Cujo Goody. I'm glad to see Goody Ma back, you know, doing anything. But I don't appreciate the whole aspect of CeeLo and the Goody Ma. That is lame as I don't know what, dude. Yeah, that that is true. That is true. That's not what you do, yeah. man. That is not what you do, man. But, um, man, there's been a lot of things going on since we... You know, we've been, been kind of a little on hiatus a little bit, but one of the biggest stories uh, within the last past couple of days, man, mm-hmm. Boosie. Not Boosie. I know you're going to say it. Yeah, you know it. You know I'm going to say it. Man, I'm going <laughs> to tell you like this. To all y'all Boosie fans, all y'all Boosie followers, Boosie, man, Boosie got a cult following, dude. I'm, I'm sitting up here like there's... There's so many other things going on in the world, but everybody was so happy that Boosie got out of jail. Now, if you follow me on Facebook or follow us on Facebook, whatever the case may be, you know I will post some pol- just some political type things, something to make you think, and, and you know get you a little bit more socially aware about our surroundings and people. Why are our people so excited about Boosie getting out of jail, Al? I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not like, like I got like 15 CDs of Boosie at my house, so I don't understand. I don't know. I mean, I don't man, know. You got about, don't lie, dude. You got about 30 Boosie CDs, man. I don't. 
I don't. I don't even. Like, the only booster song that I do possibly that I know I have is that Zoom with with Young Jock. Other than but, that, but I'm, I don't I'm, have any Boosie songs or CDs on my hard drive. I know I don't. I'm just trying to understand the whole dynamics of a. Uh, I mean, I've seen people doing backward flips. People got Boosie tattooed on their breast, uh, yeah. on their booty. <laughs> you know yeah. What dude got a yeah, they Boosie home car? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, they're going all out for the boy. I don't understand this, man. Is Boosie God? We just don't know it. I look at it like this. I'm happy the man <laughs> has got a second chance at life. Hopefully he comes out, do better things with his time. Um, you know, spend that extra little time for his, you know, with his kids. You know, be there for yeah. their birthdays and stuff like that. Because it could have been worse, man. Yeah, he could have been. He would have probably never got out. Uh-huh. Right. So yeah, hopefully man. he's looking at it that way. I understand. He has to do what he has to do. And, of course, for those that don't know, um, I mean, that press conference was put together by Atlantic Records. It wasn't something that she put together. It was a press conference put together by, by Atlantic Records, of course. You know, Boosie owes money. When you're in a contract, you owe money for your time that you were gone not making money. So uh-huh. he got to get out there and make that money. So he got to do whatever he got to do. Whatever the label tells Boosie to do, he's going to do. So we're probably going to see Boosie doing some stuff that we probably – no, Boosie probably wanted to be here before he went in. Because he yeah. had to make that. Well, that's a good segue into the next topic that we're going to talk about real quick. Uh, once again, man, we appreciate everybody for tuning in out in Internet land. But, uh, man, we're talking about Snoop Doggy Dog and these fingertip, French tip nails he just had recently where 50 Cent basically called him out on him and told him that, you know, man, don't do that. And basically, the lamest term what Snoop said was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm doing. I'm cool with it. I'm chilling. I, I forgot the words that he said, you know, little Snoop lingo, the bizzle, bizzle, and all that crap right there, you know, mm-hmm. the fake pimp talk. But, I mean, um, it's a disturbing trend, Al. It's, it's a very disturbing trend uh, that's going on with our brothers out here. You know, uh, we... Uh, also going to touch, we're not going to touch, but we're going to talk about uh, all these celebrities, black male celebrities wearing dresses, quote-unquote, kilts. That ain't no kilt. That's a skirt, man, boy. Right. Wow. Right. What, what is, you what, what is up with, what, what's up with our artists, man? I mean, I, I mean, dude, if for all those that may not know, Omar Epps just got into it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Omar Epps just came on television a couple of days ago and had on a black dress. A skirt. And, you know, I, I understand that uh, Marlon Wayans got into it with uh, what's his name, Lord Tariq. Was it was it Lord Tariq or what? I forgot the name of the group. He was a group from the eighty, uh, late nineties. But um, I mean, mm-hmm. dude, we got Most Def wearing a dress. We got Kid Cudi wearing a dress. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, ASAP Rocky wearing a dress. Snoop wearing a dress. Yep. Diddy wearing a dress. Puffy wearing Kanye. a dress. Kanye, Kanye wearing a dress. Samuel Jackson. Even, even, mm-hmm. even my dude, Chad Ochocinco, is wearing oh, a dress. Man. Yes. Oh. What is this all about? I mean, I think that's something that we need to talk about in the emasculation of men again, because this is, this is, 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 is disturbing. Yeah, it's, it's very disturbing. Right I don't now. care if they want, dude, as I said to my good friend, CJ down in, uh, uh, St. Pete, Florida, man. The pearls are next. These dudes gonna be rocking pearls. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I see it coming. I, I mean, you know, they probably gonna start it off with the wrist, you know, what I'm saying with the bracelet, and they're gonna yep. come in with the uh, the earring because you know, like they already got male bracelets that are like you know made of those little uh, shiny balls or whatever. Yeah, real feminine looking. Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, they're gonna switch it to what pearls. It's coming, man. That pearl, yeah, the pearls are coming. I, I'm, I'm telling y'all, man, do not fall for this mess. See it coming from a mile away. I don't care which celebrity you think they're cool, you think they're hip, you think it's hip just to follow a trend. Oh, it's a cute. Mm-hmm. No, dude, it's a dress. It's a dress. Believe me, you. Yep. I don't care what they call it. It's a dress. Even Jermaine Jackson wore one, dude. Oh, no. Got about him. Wow. That is the 
that is the most just sickening thing that I've ever seen, man. Wow. All wow. right, man. Well, enough of that right there, man. Speaking of entertainment, man, tonight, tonight on the Middleman Talk Show, which is the yep. talk of the town, man, we are talking about more than a rapper. Other opportunities in the entertainment industry, man. Other opportunities, man. You know, like I know, that the most number one sought out sought after job in the entertainment industry has been becoming an artist. Many also have dreamed of becoming CEOs, but truly not understanding the, the dynamics of this job. Now, this is limiting a lot of people into one aspect of the entertainment field, and and you know, a lot of people are aspiring to get into this field, but they're overlooking these other opportunities that can get them paid. So today we're going to talk about other avenues that you can in just just jump right into and make money in an entertainment field. Now, some of them you're going to be like, uh, I didn't think about doing that. Right. Or how is this going to make me famous? Now, Al and I, we, we spoke about this before, and we, we're just going to be blunt with y'all. Somebody got to tell you the truth. If you're yep. touching the microphone and you ain't sold five records and you suck, and nobody else don't want to stay scared to tell you you suck, we're telling you right now, you suck. You might want to try something else. I'm just saying. So tonight, we're going to talk about 10 jobs in the entertainment field, the top 10 jobs that are in the entertainment field. Now, this is via career building. Of all places, hmm. y'all didn't know y'all can go put an application in and get your resume right. Put it over there at the career building. Them. You can get you a job in the entertainment field. Yes, sir. Make, money, make that man. happen for you people. That make that bread, man. So, Al, do you have your list pulled up by any means? Yes, I am. I am. All right. Would well, you hit up with number one, man? Well, of course, number one on the list is an A and R, A and R administrator. NRs monitor the cost of the recording of an album. They track the cost of studios, musicians, and other fees in order to keep expenditures within an allotted budget. So, we all know that, you know, current A&R jobs have kind of been, you know, managed, kaput, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but the pros to that, you are privy to the daily operations of making a record uh, months before, anyone would ever hear it. So you get to hear, you know, I guess you'll say those hit records before somebody else hears it. Now, some of the cons of it is is that making music can be boring and handling best budget can be stressful. So if you are put with a team or you are assigned with a particular camp, um, because people who are signed to a label are either from another label or with a label that is a, considered a camp, you know, you are put in their particular realm, monitoring them, monitoring the spending to make sure things are working within the budget of the parent label. If you can't do that, this may not be your job, man. But, I mean, outside of people going into the entertainment field, just going off, like I said, want to be a so-called CEO and don't understand that you have to have a staff to be a CEO. If you don't have a staff of different people handling different Mm -hmm. objectives, for your company, you are not a CEO. Now, no. as Al stated, being an A&R, you know, yeah, we know that's not a lot. There's, there's not a lot of A&Rs, but to tell you the truth, Al, let's keep it straight funky, man. Let's keep it real. There are A&Rs out there. I mean, for all the guys that are independently running labels and stuff like that, if they go out and truly can find talent and they can truly, as this description says, they can make sure that their budget stay on and they can, you know, turn the negative, mm-hmm. the red into the black, you know, make that right. make that negative money turn into that positive money. You are an A and R. You may not yep. you may not be meant to be that rapper. You may not meant you're not you, you don't have to be that guy that's in front of the microphone. You don't have to be that guy that's running around saying, Hey, I run a label and you're the only person that's running the label. Now you can go out and find that talent and use the description for yourself, but it has to be done right. It has to be done in structure. Now right. as the cons state yeah, listen to somebody else's music all day. Yeah, that that, that can get boring. Mm-hmm. And also handling money. If you're not good with handling money, you may not want to be that person. Right. You may, like Al said, you may mess up a whole budget and, and, and record, you know, mess your recording budget up and everything else. And you're looking real stupid and, you know, you're making everybody fail. But on the positive side, as we said, you get to know the daily operations of that, you know, that procedure. 
So I think yeah. that could be a good opportunity for some people if you are interested in trying to become an A and R. You want to do that research on it, and right. it actually may be an independent A and R. I don't know if that's a proper, I mean, a, a proper term, but you can be that independent A and R. Right. Um. Right. Man, the second job that they got on here, a lot of you may not um, think of this as a job in the entertainment field, but it, it actually is. And and I'm going to give a big shout-out to some of my partners out there. I want to give a shout-out to uh, uh, Big Fruit. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to my man, Blaze. I want to give a shout-out to uh, all the various people that I have on Facebook that we converse about cooking. The number two job is caterer. I have a lot of people that I deal with that are, that are in the entertainment industry that can actually cook. But do you realize that that is part of it? You know, we all have to eat. Now, a caterer, make all the food that performers and the crew eat. Now, think about that. You out there on the road with your, with your right. people. You know what I'm saying? You, you're on a tour bus. You, man, you're having fun. You ain't got to deal with the stress of getting up there writing songs or, or recording or anything of that nature. You can do what you love to do. You might want to burn it down. Cook it up. You know what I'm saying? Anywhere performers are held, think about it, movie sets, concerts, tours, circuses, whatever the case may be, you will be there to cater and supply them for that food before right. and after the show. That's now, right. the pros to this, as they say, if you're a foodie, you can get married. You can get to a marry, uh, you know what I'm saying, marry your palate as far as, you know, your taste buds and your love for music. So, that right there is a good thing as far as you can, you know, get the chance to be in the entertainment field and also get yourself where, okay, I love what I'm doing cooking. I'm involved That's in right. it. That's right. Now, the kinds of people are picky, man. You know, you, you might have some people out there that want to act a fool about, fool about your food. And that, that's I know that's I'm crazy picky. right there. You know, that can happen. I know I'm picky. Yeah, you and your limited people. I don't need wings. no. Yeah. I don't need no onions on my hamburgers. I don't need no lettuce, no nothing. None of that. I need meat, cheese, mayo, and ketchup. Well right. done. No pink. That's what I need. <laughs> but Aaron, what do you think about like being a caterer? And if you want to get in this conversation, you want to talk about some other jobs that we may not approach tonight, uh, you can dial seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two. But Aaron, what do you think about some other? What do you think about the catering I mean, aspect of it, man? I mean, you know, I mean, you could possibly make a lot of money. You know, especially. Two if you're getting to the point to where, let's say if I was a caterer for Jay-Z, mm-hmm. think about the type of money that Jay-Z probably gets on his budget. He got to eat. Food probably going to be, you know, top five on the budget. Because if you think about planning for any type of event, mm-hmm. you're going to spend more money on food than possibly anything else outside of the venue. So That's true. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about all the different dishes one person will possibly want. Because they probably want some exotic type food, man. You know, especially Most if definitely. you have traveled the world and, you know, eight different types of food, you're going to want to a chef that can cook everything. You know, no That's matter true. what you So, I mean, it and, can get to the point where, you know, mm-hmm. you're making some money. And, and, you know, sometimes, you know, it may be learning at home to cook, and sometimes you may be, go back to a culinary art school and, and learn, mm-hmm. to, learn the craft of cooking, but at the same time, it is a, a great opportunity for right. you to become involved into the music or movies. And it, when we say entertainment, we're not just limiting, limiting this to rappers and singers or whatever the case may be. This is the entertainment field, people. Right. Now, number three, what we got to have? Now, number three is the cinematographer. So, of course, everyone knows who that is. I mean, that's the person that does the video. He's a director, you know, who determines the visual look for a movie or a specific scene. You can do the film, the lenses, you know, any other tools that you would need to achieve the look that you are looking for. Also, in addition, we're working with the rest of the film and crew to plan how to frame and shoot each scene. So, of course, the pros of it, playing with your camera equipment can be fun. You know, it lets you access your creative side, bringing things to life that the artists want, you know. Some of the cons of it is, you know, you got a lot of variables like the budget, weather, mm-hmm. cash changes, you know. These can these things can affect, you know, the you know, the smoothness of the filming process to run, you know, which can make right. your job harder. But other than that, right. I mean, you know, you got an artist they're gonna send you a song, they may have an idea or a premise for the video. They look to you to do what? To bring it to life. So yes. you have 
the avenue that I, you know, that spirit, you know, to bring that song to life to where somebody click on it, they don't want to watch that video over and over again because it was dope. Now, you know, in recent years, we've seen a lot of videos that really didn't make any sense. Very you true. Know, I don't say anything about that. But, and I guess you'll say like our, you know, 90s, early 2000s, man, we had people making videos like movies, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. Michael I Jackson, remember the time. Remember that? Remember the time? Yeah. Man, that, that yeah. was a movie. That wasn't no video. Right. You know, and to be honest with that, um, with that particular song, um, or the whole premise of it, Mike actually wanted to make a movie out of that, but he couldn't. You know, they wouldn't allow him to do that. So what he did was he did it anyway. He used his music and brought his idea of Remember the Time and put it to a movie. But that was actually supposed to be a real movie, though. Wow. And you know what? One thing that's, that's interesting to, uh, about this whole um, cinema photography, man, is the fact that we have a lot of creative people out there that, that, that when they speak, you can visualize it. I think a lot of those people are good behind that camera, man, because... When you when you're doing music, man, you're painting a picture for that person. Yeah. And I think okay. a lot of people, you may not be as good on that mic, on that stage, or whatever else you think you're doing in the field. But man, behind that camera, man, you may be a genius. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are missing their calling now. I truly yeah. do. How can yeah. they take advantage of of getting into the cinematography part of the industry, man? I mean, it's it's it can start at home. You know, making the smallest. You know, video that you can, taking the time just to get you, you know, I mean, like, you can get you, like, an inexpensive camera and, you know, with uh, HD vision or whatever and get you a nice program that you can actually edit with and study it, take your time, bring things together. You know, I mean, iPhone and Samsung Galaxies, I mean, they're to the point to where they can actually shoot in, you know, 1080. And so you're going to have... Chris clear footage. I ain't trying to be funny, dog, but I did see a dude with a rig with a phone on it. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like, what? Yeah. It's to that point now where people can, like you just said, they can do it from that standpoint. And it's inexpensive because we all do have cell phones. We do have the uh, yeah. very expensive uh, phones that we have. But, I mean, it's, it's a great opportunity to have for people to take advantage of that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, Think about and, it. I mean, Go think about it. On, think about it on every corner. If you go to any gas station and you just sit there for about twenty minutes, about fifteen rappers gonna walk in and out a gas station within fifteen, uh, fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah. Out of that fifteen, you can at least get six or seven that'll do a video with you, man. <laughs> think about that. That is true. Think about that. That is so true. It's, it's there. It's there. You got all these other access and avenues as far as YouTube and all these other things you can post your video. You don't have to go to a video yeah. show anymore. You don't have to do mm-hmm. any of that thing. You don't have to chase anybody down. You can post it. If people like it, they're going to let you know. If they don't like it, they're going to let you know. I think right. this is another aspect that people need to explore beyond rocking the mic. That's, I mean, rocking the mic, that's cool. If you got skills, fine. If you don't, that's another avenue. Get yeah. behind the camera. Yeah. See, show people your vision. Don't don't yep. just put booty, cars, and money on your video. That's, that's be different, special. man. Be different. Be different. <laughs> be different. So what else we got, man? Man, number four, man. This is my favorite one, man. A critic. A mm. critic. What a, a critic does, man. They review music, movies, and plays. Critics get paid to listen to music, watch movies, and attend theaters, and then critique it for the newspaper, magazines, blog, radio stations, and TV shows. Now, the reason why this is one of my favorites, we've done this job before. Shout out uh, to our man, Anthony Colon, New Power Magazine. Al and I, we've done a lot of critiquing of people's music. And uh, you're like, what What makes you an expert Expert on critiquing my music? Guess what? We can tell you. We like it. You're an expert yourself. I mean, if you buy it and you like it, you're going to tell people the points of what you like it to what aspect and the points that you don't like it to whatever aspect. Right. Now, some of the pros of this right here being a critic you're spending money to do these things anyway, but instead somebody's paying you. Thank you, Ed. Shout out to me. Because of this, you have to endure some really bad art. 
because someone's paying you to sit there through it. And we've done that. Yes. Yes. I was a listener to music and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. All right, if you, you know, nowadays, we're we in the era of yes men. You know, everybody, you got a homeboy in the studio. Man, you dope. I need to right. put you on a record. You know what I'm saying? Or I need to make sure that this person get on a record with you. Or, man, everything you do is hot. Be a critic. Hmm. And we had a show a while ago about this, man, constructive criticism. Hmm. You have to do it in a manner in which you're not tearing that person down. If they need to be torn down, tear their ass down. Right. Because sometimes the, the, the honest unadulterated truth hurts. You know what I'm saying? But don't do it out of out of just, just spite to be like, man, you suck. And that person is actually good. They just need a little bit more grooming, a little bit yep. more time, a little bit more effort put into them. Now, don't don't tear them down like that. But that apology. when it comes to the aspect of, of being a critic, man, you can start your own blog site. You can start your own website. I see people do it on Facebook all the time where they're like, man, such and such album is great. This is why I like it. Or such and such album is horrible. See, once you get to the point where people start respecting your opinion, that's when you start making money for it. Yep. If you could point yep. somebody <laughs> to the right album, the right cut, the right song, whatever the case may be, you can eventually start getting people to respect your opinion. And that can also jump into another job, which is an A&R. We talked about that as number one. Because A&Rs do what, Al? They find good music. So a good yep. critic is still capable of finding what, Al? Good music. Good music. Mm-hmm. How many times okay. you look at the New York with the New York Post and all these other pl- all these uh-huh. other uh, platforms that we have out here, and we see these these you know uh, uh, descriptions of the albums and, and, and everything. And we're like, man, uh, what is this person talking about? Are they listening to the same album? You know, when you start thinking like that, you're like, man, I need to go back and and make sure I can give my opinion, and, and hopefully somebody can respect it. Yes, you do need to go to school and, and get your journalism on and get your degree if you need to and you want to pursue it professionally, but anybody can write a blog. Right. Anybody can write an opinion in an opinion column on the newspaper. Even a magazine, right. you can see the reviews, and if you don't agree with it, what should you do? Send in your thoughts on it. That's right. What do you think about the critic job, man? Is that a good job for somebody to do if they can't? Make it on the other side of that, as that stage? As the person who you write a bad review on can't touch you or don't know how you look. <laughs> Man, I don't even care, dude. Real talk. I told somebody who I was, and they know who I am. I didn't do it out of spite. I did it out of love. Yo, that ass wasn't good. I'm just saying. Real talk. Man. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't seen some, you know, some bad reviews in, in other magazines, and I've seen guys get, you know, beat. Well, oh. true. Even, I mean, even, you know, yeah, they they do that, man. I mean, I mean, I mean, it happens. You know, one of the uh, most funniest ones that I saw, you know, it it, it wasn't funny, but yes, it was. Charlemagne the God. You know, he got oh, yeah. beat out, out of the uh, the radio station in New York. He got chased down by some guys because he was talking about how bad that music was, and they beat him up. But, but I mean, um, dude, it, is it, it that it necessary? Is. If your music is not that That's good, true. should you have to beat up somebody for them to play your music? That is true. That is true. Really? I mean, it, if, if I have to pay you to play my music, I suck. Because yeah. I don't have enough confidence in what I'm doing. And belief in what I'm doing, my sound, my everything about it. I don't have enough of belief in myself to pay. I mean, I understand there are fees and, 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 and you know, there's certain things you have to go through in the business. You know, shout out to my DJs. You know what it is. But if the the, the audience is like, man, I want to hear that, that new KG, that's what they want to hear, Al. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the people that, that sit up there and, and another critic, and you think about it, is the DJ, you know. The DJ is, is one of the ultimate critics. I mean, they either going to break that record or they're going to make that record. You know what I'm saying? They're going to make it just fall off because they ain't going to play it. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not I, – I don't really feel like, you know what I'm saying, that, that a lot of people need to get into the DJ realm because if you don't know how – you don't know SB12 from, from a doggone uh, preschool scratcher, man, you need to – not SB12, but uh, Technique 1200s. You don't know you don't know them 1200s between the preschools, uh, scratch and scratch, whatever that thing was. Sit down somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. If you DJing on your computer, sit down somewhere. Test them vinyls. Go old school with it, then step your game up. 
But that, yep. let me let me get out my rant right there. But I'm just saying, man, these people are critics, and it, it's it's very necessary to the game. So you don't have to be on the other side of that stage. You know what I'm saying? If you don't need to be, and you can be on this side of the stage with the critics. Right. Let's hit up with number five, man. Appreciate everybody out there that's listening. If you would like to get in the conversation with us today, uh, you can dial seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two. We appreciate everybody that's listening out there over on internet land, and appreciate everybody that's tuning in with us tonight, man. Shout out to all my folks, all my Mississippi people out there, all my Alabama people, my Georgia people, Tennessee people. It's going down. What's number okay. five, man? Number five, you got to make up artists. Now, it's something, you know, of course, I'm not going to get into, but makeup artists, you know, they make actors, actors, models look gorgeous or freakish or scary or whatever. You know, often the goal of makeup artists is to erase any blemishes from an actress or model's face for it to look flawless. Sometimes, depending on the role, the fashion shoot, or the runway, looking ugly or just plain weird is the goal. So if you are creative with your hands and understand how to erase those blemishes and make someone look flawless in front of a camera, this may be the job for you. The pros of that, you're an artist and your canvas is a human being. The cons of that, sometimes your clients are not always nice. The makeup trailers can be packed full of backstage drama. You know, we have heard things of uh, Naomi Campbell throwing her phone at people. Mm-hmm. Slapping folks, you know, Tyra Banks dropping elbows and stuff, pulling hair, you know, it happens. <laughs> but hey, man, real talk, and I don't mean to sound so feminist when I say this. It's some girls that don't need to rap; they need to be makeup artists. Real talk. I'm just wow. keep it real. <laughs> they don't need to rap; they need to be makeup artists. And please go do your thing. Hey, it's it's a lot of dudes that don't need to rap; they need to be makeup artists. But I mean it's a viable It's a viable way to make money man Because you know like as you said Al You got people on television You got people in plays uh, You got people for videos You got people for for photo shoots Because our man shout out to our man Dub G You know what I'm saying Um, You know if you want to get with a photographer That's going to give you a good spread In the magazine or whatever the case may be Your makeup and this goes for fellas too, man. You got to get them blemishes off. A uh, prime example of this was our man uh, Dylan. I uh, remember making it a band. When right. they, the makeup artist got finished with him, that boy didn't have not one crater on his face. But the thing about it, it is, that's a great profession to get into. And a lot of people don't realize that you can make a lot of money. Now, the materials that they use, yes, Al, I do know I got a daughter. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and to have the flawless look that these people need, man, it takes a lot of practice. Uh, you got to have the right techniques, man. You got to know what you're doing. So in 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 this industry that that you're looking at, from even from a musical standpoint, it also goes back to fashion, where right. you know a lot of guys' music get broke at fashion shows. They even try to break their own line of clothing. Now, when you're breaking your own line of clothing, do you want your artist or your your actual model uh, to go out there looking like crap? No. You got to come want to have somebody that can put that person mm-hmm. in the perspective in the light that everybody will look at them like, man, they look good in them clothes. I can look good in them clothes, too. So being a makeup artist, man, I mean, I think it's a great uh, attribute to the entertainment yep. field. I think it's a great thing that people can get into. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, dude, if, if you don't if you don't make it on the other side of that stage, as we're going to keep repeating tonight, I'm on the other side of the stage, you might be a great makeup right. artist. Right. <laughs> Right. Because, man, right. you know, cats like, man, ain't never putting on no makeup. You're going to get on your album cover with your face greasy. You got uh, zits, <laughs> dirty eyes, you know, dirty dirty lines around your eyes, your ears nasty, and your teeth yellow. That ain't going to do it. Look look at it. And I ain't trying to be funny. Our man, David Banner, you can tell he has a stylist and he also has a makeup artist. Yep. Look at his fo- look at his photos, man. Look at a lot of these now, guys. Person, Even Rick Ross got a stylist and a makeup artist. Yeah, he do. Now, one person that hurt my heart. Yeah. I mean, I still think she's beautiful. But when I saw Kerry Washington without her makeup, I was hurt because I actually yeah. thought that that was really her. No, no, no. I didn't know. I'm talking about. I'm talking. About my heart fell to the floor, man. To the floor. Nah, man. I still think she's beautiful. 
But I just didn't know she had on all them different layers of makeup, man. I did not know that. It happened, brother. It happens. I did not know that. It happens, man. Nobody's perfect. But I just really thought that maybe she just only used just a little bit or whatever, but she looked just like how she looked. But without her makeup, man, she looked totally different. Wow. That shows you the need for a good makeup artist, man. Yeah, buddy. Um, man, we're gonna get into number six right now. I would like to. Do you want to take a break, man? Do you want now? We gonna keep going. We ain't gonna take no break. Yeah, we listen for our people out there, man. We are gonna talk about these top ten jobs in the entertainment field, other than being a yep. rapper, baby. Other yep. than being a rapper, because everybody want to be a rapper, singer, right. superstar, right. something like right. that. You know what I'm saying? All that right there. These are the top ten. Matter of fact, from one on down, number one is an A&R, a minute straighter. Number two is a caterer. Caterer? Y'all need to go back and listen to why we say caterer. Cinematographer. We got a critic, a makeup artist, and number six is a professional speaker. Um, What a professional speaker do, man? They talk to people about what they know best. Perhaps uh, you don't think of a speaker as part of the entertainment, but they employ all the same elements of any other performer. Yep. Professional speakers can take center stage and have to entertain you. I've done this before. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, how many dogs on the conferences did we do, man? I think we did Four? three. Three? And yeah. y'all threw me up on the stage, man, didn't know what I was going to do. i seen people with... With with doggone uh, vegetables and and where, where they get them vegetables from? I don't know, but that first one was y'all was gonna have them throw stuff at me, man. Boy, that was so funny. I was like, KT is up here making these white folk corny ass jokes, man. Hey, man, y'all know, dude. It was funny though. I entertained the people, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had to entertain everybody, man. I'm not a professional speaker, but hey, man, you know I had to entertain the people, man. And also, you know, it means whether it means boasting yourself. Uh, esteem, educating uh, you, or just entertaining you. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's one of the things we had to do. We had to help boost the people's self-esteem, educate them, or entertain them, man. Now, the pros of this, people pay just to hear you say what you say. That's yep. a nice ego boost. <laughs> ego boost. I'm sorry. But the bad things about this, all eyes are on you. So every time you talk to a group, you not only have to win over the audience, but you have to take hold of their attention. Yes, sir. And that is a hard thing. Al, I've seen you on television before, and, and I know it's not an easy thing to, to speak in, in front of people and all that stuff. Like It takes a, a yeah. sense of, of nerve. And, and to me, an artist, you know, even though you may not be able to put your lyrics together, sing, or whatever the case may be, you may be able to hold the attention of the people in front of you. That may be something you might need to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? If now, you're a good engineer, you could talk to people. Hell, engineer, uh, engineering seminars. That, that's a great way to make money, man. People mm-hmm. pay expenses. You know what you're doing. Yep. Yep. So one, yeah, thing, one, thing, one thing people got to uh, understand as far as being a professional uh, speaker, you have to be engaging. And having engagement skills, can't, you know, can't nobody teach you that. Like, you just have to possess that within yourself. And, like, you will know if you're engaging by the way you engage in conversation with people. You know, how are you able to keep, you know, your mother's attention when you're trying to present something or your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever, your friends engaged. You know, people love to hear you talk, you know. So you have to possess that. And when you're about to present something, you have five minutes to get the people that you are presenting something to engaged. If you cannot get them engaged in what you're trying to put out there in less than five minutes, it's going to take you three times as longer to pull them back around to get engaged. Because after that fifth minute, they're either going to be doing what? On their phone, texting, on Instagram, Facebook, calling somebody, looking around, trying to see why this fly flying over my head. You know, you got to keep them engaged. If you can't do that, speaking in front of people is not your arena. But if you can... This might be a good job for you. Yeah. Now, how would that translate into the entertainment field? How, I, know, I know people are probably like, how, how does that translate into the entertainment field, Al? I mean, this this deals with every aspect. I mean, this deals with uh, doing a presentation about your entertainment company, um, holding ho- holding and hosting meetings with your company, 
um, going out doing uh, comedy shows or you being the maestro for a um, uh, like a rap battle or you being a maestro for a a concert or something like that. You introducing people. You got to get the people amped up about who's about to come on stage next. So it's it's like all different types of aspects of being in a professional speaking type realm. So, and a label may pay you the money to go and talk to another parent label about their label to get them the money. Mm-hmm. And if you can yeah. do that, Hey, that's your strong point. Your hey, man, that's good. That's great. I mean, that's another way to make money, man. It's, it's hustles all different type of ways. You just got to be right. open to it and realize that, you know, opportunity A may not be my, my thing, but I can use A through Z to make something happen for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, dude. You you hit it right on the head, man. Just being able to present what you're doing, and, and that doesn't mean you have to be a you know with a professional speaker. How they are getting paid? So I, I think other opportunities to get paid, you know, is seminars. But you have to mm-hmm. be professional. You have to have the credentials. You have to have all these things to do it. But you know, I've seen many of conferences that we've gone. We had speakers, and the years of expertise came in for them to be able to speak to us and tell us. And give us that knowledge that they shared with us during those particular right. uh, situations, man. I mean, it, it was cool to hear that. Definitely. But there were also people who had those years of experience that just don't know how to speak in front of people. That's they true, got man. the knowledge, but they just don't know how to speak in front of people. So you got to make That's sure true. that you're the right person to be in the right place for that, you know. So that, that, well, that has a lot to do with it. Most definitely. Speaking of a person that's in the right place at the right time. Number seven, go ahead and let them know who that is because that, that person has to be at the right place at the right time, always. Most definitely. So number seven is the publicist. So everyone pretty much knows what a uh, publicist is, but if you do not, you know, this is the person that gets you the media coverage that you want for your client, for your, for your artist, for your actor, you know, that high-profile business owner. You know, you approach reporters, you know, who might want to cover an event for you or interview you know, you just ask the artist. So this person actually gets those people to come to you, you know. These are the people that um, get out there on the front line to rub, you know, elbows with people that you need to know or people that mm-hmm. you need to be put in front of, you know, to get you the publicity that you need. They also help you come up with your pitch as far as how you present yourself to the public, how you um, – you know, come off on an interview on certain questions right. that may ask you. You know, they help prepare you for that. So oh, yeah. a publicist does a lot of things, and they definitely have to be well-versed in, you know, public speaking skills, English, um, you know, being able to problem-solve, critical thinking, things like that, because you may get to an interview and they may ask you a question that you didn't, you know, you may not be prepared for, and how are you going to respond to that? Well, if you had a publicist, oh, publicist will teach you how to respond to that. You know, man. So I, I want to get. Uh, excuse me, man. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, um, I want to give a shout out to man, a good friend that I had the opportunity to meet. Man, she passed away a couple months ago, and that was Didi Conchita, mm-hmm. man. To all our oh, people yeah. out in the ATL yeah. area, man. You know, basically the southeast, man. She was one of the most right. grinding publicists I've seen in a long time. There's a lot of other countless publicists that we did meet, you know what I'm saying, and they were great, man. Like Al said, they put their artists in a position to succeed. And, you know, being a publicist, man, you got to be a people person. You're almost like a, another mom or dad to that particular artist because, like Al said, man, you're putting them in the right position to be successful. And, and right. some people, you know, like you got that one person in your crew. When you look at them, what are they doing? They're making sure your butt get to that show on time. They're making sure your butt ain't drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're making sure that you know how to talk when you do an interview. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They're concerned about your image. They're making sure you're not walking yeah. out bummy. Yes, they're protecting. You know what I'm saying? They're protecting your image. Protecting they're your protecting. image. Yes. Now, if you got yes. a person like that and they in your rap crew and, you know, they doing all these things or they in your singing group or, you know what I'm saying, they in your, your plays or whatever the case may be, make them your publicist. 
They, you know what I'm saying? They may put you in the right position to make sure that you succeed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, you don't have to be one of the ones that give a publicist. Because, you know, some people, man, when they get a publicist, man, they, they just run them down. They run right. down because they don't do right. Right. But if you ever do get a good publicist, man, make sure you take care of them and treat them right. Because they, yes, they, they're an integral part into what you want to do. You got anything else you want to say on the publicist, man? Uh, man, I mean, it, it's, it can be a stressful job. It can definitely be a stressful job because of, you know, all of the things you have to do to get that person that you're representing the publicity that they need. And, right. you know, a lot of times you're going to get turned down from major levels, uh, medium levels, you know, independent levels. I mean, you know, so that person has to really know you and come up with a good plan to help you. So if they really don't know you or don't have a plan to help you, you know, you may want to switch publicists. Definitely want to do that. And also publicists also can help out writers, you know, people that write books, um, people that write short films or or either films or either plays or whatever the case may be. They are not limited to just the uh, musical aspect of the entertainment realm. These are the people that can put you in the right places to become a book of the month club or whatever the case may be, or get you in one of those independent film festivals because that's how I met Didi uh, Conchita, man, because uh, I met her at the Atlanta Art Film Festival out mm-hmm. here in, in, in Georgia, man. And, I mean, dude, there were publishers everywhere. You know, right. these people, like Al said, they, they're rubbing elbows with the people you need to do business with. They're right. your first line of defense. They're your first right. line of offense. So you got to make sure you take care of these people and don't let them run you down also. And, you know, it can go both both ways on that, man. Uh, uh, well, shout out to all the people that are listening on the Internet, man, uh, all our people over in the Middleman Talk Show uh, Facebook page, man. I appreciate every last one of you, and I see that we are growing. If you would like to get with us on Facebook, and soon there will be, and we've been saying it for years, shout out to our man, Joe Dent, Apartment K. Thank you for the website. Finally. Sir, thank you. But if you want to join us on Facebook, man, come on over to Facebook.com forward slash the Middleman Talk Show and click join. Uh, man, we need to ask y'all to join. We got people joining now almost every other day now, yeah? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. Most definitely. Number eight, man, I'm sitting up here like, what did this have to do with the entertainment field? Number eight is a stunt person. Now, they mm-hmm. fall down a lot. Stunt workers do the obvious death-defying leaps from buildings and chase cars to the chaotic streets of a movie set, but they also work in operas, plays, TV shows. Now, mm-hmm. think about that. Operas, plays, and TV shows. How many of us doing our own thing on YouTube with our little TV shows? You might need a cat that look crazy. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Mike, uh, Mike Ellis. Uh, he, he wore a banana suit on one of their videos, and I know that was like a stunt. <laughs> Forgive me, but uh, yeah, man. You know, these are the people that you need if you you definitely you know get into the other aspect of of film, uh, as we said for the uh, cinematographer, and uh, you know you may need some people like this that can help you make some of your scenes pop, not literally, but you know figuratively, where they can help you make that scene stand out instead of being just a typical. You know, you might have a little car chase. I've seen some fake car chases on, you know, independent fields, but you like, come on, say. Come on. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, hey, it's, 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 it's an aspect of it, Al. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, they, they, the they, 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 Exactly. Al, y'all know you got a movie scene uh, with some, some stunt people probably going to be needed in one of your films yeah. that you're concocting. Yeah. Uh, Shouts out yeah. to our man Kevin Sorrell also out there in Texas. Um, you get punched, you know, the pros of it, you get to punch people, crash cars, and watch buildings explode. Now, if you're on a low budget, you may get to drive a car fast. Right. Or you may get to jump through a broke window or do a, a fork roll or something like that. But, uh, you know, the the cons of it is you get punched, banged up, uh, and a car crash and burned by fiery debris. Uh, if you're low budget, you might get hit or you might not get paid. So, Hey, we need stunt people. Yep, they are needed. They are needed. 
they do the hard stuff. So you got to think about it too, man. A lot of the videos that we see, it be stunt people in them. Oh, yeah, man. The music video. They had a stunt person for that uh, Jay-Z video and with Kanye when they split the car apart. You know them chumps ain't do that. No, they ain't do that. Of course they did. Oh, man. Well, that's enough on the stunt person because I don't know too many of us that will be stunt people. No, I don't either. The theater (laughs) consultant. The theater consultant, of course, uses their knowledge on a theater basis every day to assist architects in designing the teams and drafting the plans for the auditoriums. Um, you give your input on very uh, of a variety of topics from stage to seating, layouts, uh, lighting arrangements, all of that. So if you are into the point where um, you're the person that could arrange how things need to look as far as on the set, this may be a good avenue for you. Um, you know, this particular person, you know, they like the shape the venue for performances, you know, because mm-hmm. certain artists, when they perform, like, let's say for instance with Kanye, Kanye is very theatrical now. So right. he has to have a great theater consultant because his stage is <coughs> He has mountains in his shows now. He got it's rain crazy. and all that type of stuff, fire. So, you know, the theater consultant has to be able to understand where the fans need to be how far up close they can be, and how far back they need to be. So they get paid a lot, you know, because this is a lot of, I mean, like you have to be able to, of course, use context clues, mathematics, physics, all of that in one to put something together. Also, you have to listen to the, the, I guess you would say, the, um, I mean, of course, the artist, the cinematographer possibly, you know, um, whoever else, you know, working on your team to actually put this together. I mean, I mean this is a lot of work, especially yeah. with some giant shows like this. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work, man. It's a lot well, of work. Definitely. I'm looking at, um, you know, the part about the uh, seating layout to lighting, the, the lighting arrangements. Um, you know, a lot of times, man, when people have, you know, shows or whatnot, man, it's, you know, sometimes people like to stand up, but depending on the type of uh, show you want to do, you might have an R&B singer. Shout out to our man, Nicky. You know, you might want to have a little intimacy with his crowd. And, and, you know, you might need somebody to come in and consult him about, man, make sure your lighting's like this or make sure that the stage looks like this or make sure you come out like that. And that helps out a whole lot, man. Yeah. That helps out a whole lot because I've seen some people uh, take advantage of that, man. Right. That was a beautiful that's, – that's a beautiful thing if you're able – to visualize it, as you said, Al, to visualize it. Yeah, most definitely. you got to be able to do uh, that, what, man. Uh-huh. So. Well, let's get to number 10 before we run out of time, man, and that's a writer. We've both done that. A lot of y'all out there that are listening may have read some of our writings uh, with the uh, New Power Magazine and other publications also, but a, a writer can write scripts for TV, film, radio, and every other medium. That's magazines included. Right. But of course, you know about the screenwriters, which shout out to our good friend Charlie Braxton, which is a screenwriter, playwright, and all that too, when they accept their Oscars. But don't forget about that someone writing your favorite TV show and that funny commercial you saw during the break. The script reporters read on TV and radio also comes from writers. Now, the Middleman Talk Show, we don't have writers. We are mm-hmm. the writers, the producers, everything to this show. So if you're hearing anything on here, it comes from us. We ain't got nobody sitting over the corner. Now, we fired all our interns, but (laughs) we do everything naturally. But writers are very, a very, very important part to the aspect of the entertainment field because some of you rappers need writers. Just keeping it real. Some of you songwriters need writers. Some of you people that's doing videos, you need somebody to put that crap down so you can display it for the world. Writers are very, very, very integral part of this right here. Now, the pros to it are your words reach people, whether it's a few hundred or several millions. Think about it. Beyonce, Drunk in Love. I hate that song, but whoever wrote it, they paid. Yeah, they are. Tons, <laughs> a lot of people stand between your pen and your final product, so your creativity, vision, your creativity and your vision won't necessarily stay intact. We've seen this firsthand as part of the job of being an editor, 
Um, you know, when you have an editor come through and uh, they see something's wrong, which Al is one of my favorite editors, um, music editors, editors, period. He comes through and makes sure it's right. I do the same thing, too. But Al is good. I appreciate him. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. That's right. Well, those are <laughs> some of the things right there, man. If you're not able to get on the other side of that stage and you want to try to get in the entertainment field, those are some of the job opportunities that they say are the top ten opportunities. Now, one of them, not man I'm kind of wondering about, but, hey, it can happen. Yeah, now, right. from one to ten, we have an A&R administrator, caterer, cinema photographer, excuse my little but critic, Makeup artist, professional speaker, publicist, stunt person, theater consultant, and writer. If this is something that you're interested in, you can go to careerbuilder.com and just do a search on the top entertainment jobs that are available. Career builder. Shout out to this. Most definitely. Most definitely. Now, as of today, man, you know, we're 13 days away from the Southern Entertainment Awards. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, make sure you go get your tickets. Uh, you missed the sale. They were $20 now. They're $40, but this does cover the first three days. Uh, man, they're going to have a lot of things going on Friday, Saturday, and with the finale on Sunday with the Southern Entertainment Awards, it's going to be March 28th starting off. Man, why is my calendar is so my calendar is so wrong? Who, who did this? Oh, What's no. the day to start off, hey. man? Hey. It's at the end of the month, the last weekend in March. Yeah, it is. It's on March 28th, 29th, and 30th. 28th, 29th, and 30th. Make sure you guys go out to Tunica, Mississippi. That's right south of Memphis, Tennessee. If you're able to catch your flight, man, Southwest will take your black butt anywhere in this country. Yes, sir. You can take that flight, go chill with Gennaro and our man DJ Infamous at the Southern Entertainment Awards. Make sure you go check that out. If you're an inspiring artist, this is a great opportunity for you guys to network, meet DJs, uh, people that do video, radio, well, we, we, we'll be there. Make sure you come meet us. Um, we're going to be fresh. You know, we're going to be fresh as guys walking around. Yes, that's us. Um, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? To give your music out to people that will appreciate it, man, and learn on some of these panels that they're going to have, man, because there's going to be some great information being shared. Uh, for all the years that we've gone and attended this award show, man, these uh, conferences, I mean, I can truly say I, I've learned something. I respect what these guys are doing. I would love to see some of you guys come meet us, put a face to the voice, and you can see us the middleman. I don't have my Rick Ross beard no more, y'all. Uh, you might not recognize me, but if you're on Facebook, you know who I am. Right. Shut up, Al. <laughs> Shut up, man. Shut up. Oh, boy. But, man, it's a great show, man. Make sure you guys tune in with us on this Sunday, man. We will bring you another excitement. We got stuff to talk about this Sunday. Um, You know, we will be there. I know um, we want to make sure you guys support us. And all. shout out to my man, Vic Walker. Uh, That's Riding Dirty Radio, man. We're going to add a top ten show weekly, y'all. Make sure you tune in with us. We will be announcing that pretty soon. We were supposed to put it up this week, but we had a little issue uh, with everything that was going on this week with us. But we will be back, and we will put that show on the top ten countdown. That's wrap, y'all. We gave you R&B with the Tuesday morning takeover, which that will be returning. Uh, But we're going to also bring the top ten from Riding Dirty Radio. So y'all be on the lookout for that. And uh, it should be on other uh, Internet stations. And you make sure you look out. For the middleman on a couple other stations coming up pretty soon, Al, what you got to say there, brother? Hey, man, we're trying to bring this award home. So uh, it would be nice for us to have a nice little fan club sitting behind us when we get the award. You know, we can point out there to all our fans here. We'll appreciate you. Yeah. We're going to bring it back to the stand. That's right. Most definitely, man. Once again, man, we appreciate each and every one of you guys for taking your time out to listen to us. Because if there was no you, there would be no us. To everyone that downloaded this show, we appreciate you. Thank you. Keep tuning in. Keep listening. Spread the word. Thank you very much. It's going down. Talk of the tag. Yeah. Fell five. Middleman. Yeah. Talk of the tag. Fell five. Oh. Follow me at Fell five on Twitter. Yeah. Talk of the town, man, it's so ill We talking real news in the music business here Take your opinion in the chat or you can call in Hey, they be going in, yeah, they be going in On them cats in the industry, doing more things, more scats
Hey, man, I forgot to give a shout-out to my man, man, uh, uh, Jay Lewis, man. I appreciate you, man. My man, Lewis, DJ Little Man. Appreciate yeah. you, cousin. Grind Time, Ike, Joe, man, all y'all over there listening to the show on the line, man. Shout-out to y'all, man. Okay. Damn, it's going down, baby. Yeah, yeah. 13 days. SEAs. 